Hey everybody, welcome to the In All Things podcast. It's time to see God in everything. All right, everybody. Well, welcome to the In All Things podcast. My name is Mitch Frost and I'm here with Pastor Steve. How's yeah, I'm excited, going? man. Yeah, it's good. Everything's yeah, good. Everything's good. Well, this is exciting. Uh, we were just talking beforehand about how awkward intros are. So we're going to get that down. We're going to figure out the things that we say before we start. But <laughs> here right. we are. That's right. Um, this is episode one. And so our goal today is to get the listeners and viewers kind of on board with where we're going to go. Um, and this is really exciting because we haven't really done a podcast at Sycamore with this platform before. That's right. That's right. We've been talking about this for months, and I've been really excited about it because what I do on Sunday morning, what you do Sunday night with students and when you preach on Sunday mornings is very, I wouldn't say scripted, it's from our hearts, but we do uh, know exactly pretty much what we're going to say, but we have no idea where this is yep. going to go. This yep. is unscripted. And I think I think that gives the church and anybody that's listening a little peek into us a little bit more, mm-hmm. understanding what we're about and get to know us a little bit better and get to share more of our heart. Absolutely. And it may be off the rails at times, but we're excited. Uh, and so let's talk a little bit about the name because we're not calling this the Sycamore Creek Podcast. Um, you might see our logo on, on some of the things in the corners, but this is called the In All Things Podcast. So where did that come from? Uh, kind of what's our reason behind it? What yeah, it was kind of a little bit of a process where you had a bunch of names. We kind of weeded through them, but this one really stood out to us. A, a verse that I think both of us have really liked in our lives is Romans eight twenty eight, mm-hmm. And in that verse, it says that we know that God works all things together for our good. Mm-hmm. to those who love God, who are called according to his, to his purpose. But in all things, God works in all things. It doesn't mean all things are good, but God yep. works in all things for our good. And when we thought about that, or like that phrase, in all things, kind of describes what we want to do with this. Talk about all things. There's nothing off the table. There's nothing yep. that we're afraid to address. So we're, we're looking forward to that. And I think so many times people separate their lives from the Bible and from mm-hmm. what God thinks. And so we want to bring God into every area of our lives. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's based on Romans eight twenty eight. Like you said, we had a lot of ideas yeah. uh, for names and kind of where we we're going to go beforehand. Some of them were fine and some of them were awful. Some of them were awesome, um, but then somebody else already had them. Yeah, yeah. that's true, yeah. too. We did research other podcasts with similar names. The one that almost was sold was The Creek. The Creek. That yeah. was what we were going to call right. it. Um, but we decided that making it a little bit broader and kind of have that double meaning, like you said, where this is going to give us the platform to talk about all things and kind of ask the question, how do we see God in all things? Because the hard truth is that some things are hard to see God in. Right. I mean, there's stuff that's going on every day in our lives, but also on a national and a world scale that we look at and think, okay, what is God doing there? How yeah. is God working that? So yeah. we, yeah, we're going to And also that. personally, that's the other yeah. thing too about a podcast like this is it allows us to sometimes say, hey, I'm going through this or this is something that I've struggled with in the past and I don't right. know how I can see God in that. Um, so really it, it's very open-ended and this is very exciting because like you said, people see us on stage, people see the staff of this church and maybe say, okay, yeah, they're, they're, you know, kind of stage personalities, but we're going to peel back some layers. Right. Um, and the only, just to give the audience a little bit of insight, I have a bit of a write-up for each episode of kind of where we're going to go. Um, sometimes we're going to have different guests, guests on, it's going to look a little bit different, right. but, um, that's all that we're going to have. We're going to have a little write-up, some prompts, maybe, you know, a, a title for the episode and things like that. But Steve over here is not going to be given much. Okay. Some of my guests that I bring on or guests that we have are not going to have much either because our goal, like we said, is to be very open-ended and just kind of let the conversation go where it goes. Yes. And this is new.
new ground for me because I've been asking you over the last week. So like, what are we going to talk about in this yes. first one? Can you give me some bullet points? You're like, no, it's going to be fine. Just yep. we'll roll with it. Yeah. Okay. If, if you Here know anything about Steve, he wants to know the details. He wants to have a plan before he sits down in front of microphones and cameras. And True. he kept asking me and pressuring me for that. And I told him no. So I'm very excited. Um, I am too. But today, what we're going to do um, is I have a list of different current events, topics, things going on in our world. And I'm just going to talk about them, maybe explain them for some people okay. who are listening that don't know what they are. And then I just want to ask the question, how can God be seen in that? And some of them, you know, there may not really be an answer because right. they might be funny or right. kind of off base. But some of them, I really think it's important for the listeners to really ask that question because we're seeing these things every day on the news, right. uh, in our world, on social media. And maybe we need to remind ourselves that God is still working in them, even if it doesn't make sense. Right. And something that you've said as we've been talking about this is when we talk about things that are current, we know we're recording today and it's probably going to get uh, posted within within a week. So some things could be changing mm -hmm. between now and when the video goes live. Yeah, that's not yeah. much of a debate. Things right. change every day. That's so, right. So. Especially some of the things we're talking about. They may be completely different by the time right. this episode airs, but we're going to do our best to speak to them today on September 1st, 2021, the okay. way that they stand. Sounds good. Um, and then just a few more things about the way that we're going to do this podcast. Some episodes may be 20 minutes. Some episodes may be longer. It just depends on the content, what we're talking about. We may split conversations into two episodes if we are a little bit uh, right. long-winded there. We can but be at times. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, yet again, very exciting, very fun, very uh, open-ended. So so let's do it. Let's dive in. Okay. Uh, and as we go forward with this podcast into the future here, um, if you have questions, uh, topic ideas, things you want to add, feedback, anything like that, you can email us. You can reach out to us. You can message Sycamore Creek's uh, social media pages. We want to make this podcast what you guys want to listen to. And so yeah. if you have an idea, man, I've always wondered where the church stands on that. Or I've always wondered right. how, you know, what how do we feel about that with the Bible? Or what does Jesus say about this? Ask us. And we would love to work that into these different episodes. Yeah, I love how Mitch has a plan for the first 10 to 15 episodes already. They're already lined up, but we are ready to change that in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. If something comes up that is urgent or something yeah. that's more current that we need to talk about would just kind of rearrange the order. So I'm excited about that too. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So are you ready to get into some of these, uh, yeah, these conversations? Okay. And yet again, Steve has no <laughs> idea where we're going here. Okay. So we're just going to figure this out. So let's start uh, with a really probably biblical concept, um, the crate challenge. So uh, if you don't know about this listening, uh, this is something that's kind of taken over social media. Things come and go right. and kind of challenges that happen. There's the Tide Pod challenge, which was stupid, right. um, things right. like that. But the crate challenge is here. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I saw a post the other day that said, walk by faith, not by crates, that's good. Uh, which is great. I think that was in Proverbs somewhere. So people are building a giant pyramid of... Uh, what are they called? The milk crates. Milk crates, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those plastic, really cheap milk crates. Flipping them over so that you can step on each one, and they are attempting to walk up one side of this pyramid and then walk down the other side. There's uh, only been a handful of people that have done this, but there has been countless people that have been injured by this. Because the tricky part is you start going up one side that looks like a set of stairs, and you get up really quick, and then you find yourself at the top of this pyramid where things are really unstable. <laughs> right. And then you try to go down the other side and you fall and you break your arm or your face or anything like that. So let's talk about this uh, this uh, challenge that's kind of taken over and kind of, you know, what's... Wh yeah, that's how do we like feel? Uh, the big thing on TikTok, right? Yeah. Now that's the number one 
thing that people are doing. And, and yeah, like, I don't know why it is that so many things seem to be, if it's not an element of danger or if you can't mm-hmm. get hurt, then mm-hmm. it's not really that much fun yep. or it's not that challenging. And that's, there's elements to youth ministry like that. Uh-huh. Like games have to be challenging. You have to be able to get hurt to be fun. Like some mm-hmm. of the things you've done with extreme week, but yeah, I, you know, I've watched it. I've been tempted to try it. Yeah, Maybe it's just three steps high, but uh-huh. that, some of them, how high have they gone? Like, I don't know, six or seven, maybe right. tall is the middle one. I'm right. not sure. Right. Um, but they're tall. Like yeah, you, they are. you get pretty high up there. Yeah. I've been tempted to do it as well. Uh, I thought about maybe building one on the stage in the next gen and doing <laughs> right. it for a message, but didn't want to get hurt. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a little bit of danger involved in these challenges, which gets people excited, gets people watching, which is kind of the point why people do this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so how can God be seen in the crate challenge? In God in the crate challenge. <laughs> wow. You know, it's funny because I think we don't we don't want to go through challenging times that are hard in our lives that we don't choose, but then we choose to put ourselves in situations mm-hmm. like that. And sometimes I think that's what happens in our daily walk with God. Like we don't like it when trials come our way. We never invite it. We never say, "Man, I really could use a trial right now." But a lot of times when things are going okay, we find our way into a problem. We walk right into something like other people are doing it. It's like following the crowd into something that's, that's fun, mm-hmm. but then it can hurt you. It's mm-hmm. just like anything in our lives. I mean, when we think about, um, when, I mean, we talk about sin. Of course, the Bible talks about sin and we preach about it. And sometimes people want to see how close they can get to something without getting hurt. And so often that's where we are. Not, you know, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with the great challenge. That's I what think. I was going to ask. I no, was ask like if that's the great not, challenge is sinful. No, not at all. Like that's like it may be stupid. <laughs> Things are sometimes stupid, but they're not sinful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's it just is a it's kind of a metaphor for that. Like it's yep. a it's a picture of what we do sometimes. It might be a good sermon illustration. Yeah, it might be. So yeah. when I preach it, you could be the one doing it. I'll do it in the all background. Right, sure. Um, but you know, Paul says everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial, right? right. So maybe that's yes. that's the verse that needs to be stamped on top yeah, of I the mean, great challenge. Yeah. But okay, moving on. So now let's shift uh, gears a little bit into kind of the entertainment world. Um, if you don't know, the new trailer for the Spider-Man movie came out. Okay, and in 24 hours, broke every record for uh, amount of views on a trailer. Um, and also reaction videos made to a trailer. Um, and so it's crushing records comes out in December. Um, it's a big deal. So how do you feel about that? Would you believe that I've been told multiple times about how awesome the trailer is and I still haven't watched the trailer. That's shocking. I know. I, I know. And I do like Spider-Man. I'm not yeah. big on all the action hero movies, but sure. I have like the recent Spider-Man movies. Mm. Um, what's the actor's name? Tom Holland. Yeah, I, I think he's great. And yep. the last few have been really good. So I will watch the movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, you know, it's surprising. It seems like there's always like this topping the next record, the, the last record with the new movie. But usually it's trailers. Are they usually watched that well? Um, I mean, to some degree, especially if it's a Marvel movie, but not like this. Right. This is this is pretty... Do you uh, think it's because of the, the first big thing after the pandemic that hasn't been... A lot of new movies. Maybe. But also, I don't know if you know this, but here's what's happening with the Spider-Man okay. movie. Okay. So there's been multiple actors that have played Spider-Man right. since 2001, I believe, was when Tobey Maguire okay. kind of started. Right. And so he did three movies. Then there was a couple-year gap. Then Andrew Garfield came in and did two movies as Spider-Man. And then when Marvel was taking off with the MCU, now Tom Holland is Spider-Man. Right. So there's been three Spider-Mans um, all playing the same right. Spider-Man, right? right? And so this movie, the theory of this movie is that all of them are going to be in it together. If you watch the trailer, this is why people are freaking out. If you watch the trailer, a um, couple minutes in, 
Doctor Strange messes up a spell, okay, all these things get messed up, and now the theory is that every Spider-Man and every villain who's ever been in a Spider-Man movie is all going to come together. Okay? Crazy. If they do this, it's going to be, like, so how, unbelievable. How are they going to... It's hard to think about that. Tobey Maguire playing alongside Tom Holland. That's yes. going to happen. Wow. So, um, it's kind of like... I know where you're going with this. God in all things. The wow. Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Wow. Three in one. Wow. Right? <laughs> right? I was not expecting no. that. No, it's like, it's how does that work, right? So, uh, yeah. and then I think when people talk about the Trinity, it's like, how does that work? Mm. How can you bring all those three together? And they all have different roles and they do different things, different functions. I know. But the movie, wow. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to, that's pretty amazing concept. I know. So watch so the trailer. Are you please. excited? Yes. I'm You're very excited, excited for this. Spider Man is, you are probably a movie my guy. Favorite. You I are a movie and, guy. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Also in the entertainment world, Kanye West. Yes. I, you knew I was going to bring this up. I at some thought point. so. Kanye West just dropped his 10th studio album, and it's right. called Donda, which is named uh, after his mom. His mom. Yes. I didn't know that. So the, the album is 27 songs. Only 27. It's only 27. It's an hour and 43 minutes long. Wow. I believe. Uh, and the crazy part about this album is last summer, last July, Kanye went on one of his tweeting rants, right. right, where he tweets a million things in an hour. Right. And he said, this album's dropping tonight. This was July of 2020. Okay. And everybody's freaking out. Oh my gosh, Donda's going to drop at midnight. And then it doesn't happen. And it right. doesn't get talked about for a year and a half what? because it's Kanye and okay. he can do whatever he wants. So then Kanye shows up back on the scene and says, Donda's about to release. And he sells out, I think, three nights at stadiums just playing the album. Okay, doesn't perform, Pl doesn't even have a microphone. Playing the album, Walking, like pushing play on a, <laughs> yes, a button. Yes, Walking in an empty, no, sold out stadium, what? but just on the floor listening to the album. And after he does each of these recordings, goes back to the studio and fixes things that he doesn't like. And then, just to make this more insane, uh, the morning, uh, the last Sunday morning, I don't know the date, but... Everybody's tweeting, Donda's about to drop in 30 minutes. This is at right, like 8 right. a.m. And everybody's like, it's not going to happen. It's been rumored to happen for a year and right. a half. It's not going to happen. And then it drops. So everybody's freaking out. Right. Donda's out, 27 songs, this big deal. There's a, a bunch of features on it. It's amazing. Right. And then Kanye posts later that day that the label dropped the album without his permission. So now okay. there's a whole thing going on behind the scenes where this album wasn't oh. supposed to be out yet, but now it is. And it's the number one album on iTunes everywhere right, right now, and yet again has broken streaming records like never before, and Kanye said it wasn't supposed to be So out. what does he do now? He exactly. can't pull it back. And not only that, just to make this even more complicated, there was multiple artists who were supposed to feature on this album that didn't realize that Kanye cut them until they listened to the album that was released. And so this is just a mess. But wow. I will say, I've gone through the album a couple yeah. times. I am a Kanye fan, especially in the last couple years, and it's very good. Okay. So... I, I'm just curious your thoughts <laughs> wow. on Kanye. I'm just stuck on 27 songs. Did he, did he have 27 last year? You think he added to it over the? Uh, that's heard? a great question. I think he posted the track list last year right before it dropped, and it was not that long. At and all. we're not talking like a bunch of 45 second songs. No, they're there, long because it was an hour and yeah, they're long. So songs. I just can't picture a full stadium of people sitting listening <laughs> to. How much did they pay? I want to know uh, what the it's tickets. It's a great cost. question. Not only that, but Kanye sold merch at these events yeah, and sold I did $5 million dollars worth of merch at these events. So basically, I heard about the black t-shirt. The black t-shirt. So this, what I'm wearing today, if I took the church logo off yeah. of it, 
this T-shirt would yep. be sold for ninety nine dollars. It was one hundred fifty. One hundred and fifty dollars. Yes, because the album, the album the album cover is just a black square, but nothing and on so, it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but like it's a Kanye's T-shirt. That's the thing is you oh, always on. have to go back to this place. Yeah, it's Kanye, and Kanye does what he wants. So when people get to that level, yep. like he is, it doesn't matter what they do. And it wouldn't be even if the album wasn't that good. Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered. At no, this it'd point. still be number one at this point. Right. There are people like that now mm-hmm. in this world mm-hmm. that can do that and get yeah. away with it sure. and be a disaster and even have stuff going on in their own lives that are just, it's all messy. Maybe that's why sure. he had trouble getting it getting it done in the last year. Know. But it's mind-blowing, really. It's crazy. It is. Like, yeah. And, and maybe this conversation more develops into, uh, maybe you know, as you know, the Kanye's album before this was called Jesus is King. Right. And it was uh, 10 song album right uh where he brought in the sunday service choir yes and yes. it was very like we used some of those songs in pre-service at yeah, church right, and sure, at youth and right it was ve- like it won yeah. awards for being the best right. gospel album of the year um big deal and right. joe Ro- or joe rogan interviewed kanye which is the biggest podcast in the world um sat down with him for three hours which i don't know how you even do that <laughs> um and kanye is very biblically sound like in a lot of the things that he says and right. even Joe Rogan trying to get him off course and get him to say th- certain things. And he's just very focused okay. on his faith. And a lot of people doubted it at first, for right. sure. I was one of them. Sure. Um, but after listening to that album and seeing his response, that that was 2019 when he released it. Right. And he hasn't really changed his ways very much. He's still very focused on God being you know, like so is this new album a gospel album? So that's the other interesting thing is this album is every other album he's done in the past kind of put together. So there's hints of a lot of different things, okay. um, but almost every verse and and rapping part that Kanye has is very much like Jesus is King. hasn't changed. Okay. Um, the album's not explicit. Um, okay. There's some words that they cut out, but um, from other features and things like that. But not explicit. Okay. And there's a lot of songs like you know, focused on his faith. So it really seems like he hasn't changed much, which is crazy. It's right. crazy. But I don't know if you have any impressions on that, any opinions I don't on know. that. I, I, and maybe <sighs> any any opinions on those people who just write him off and say he's doing it for publicity or he's faking it. How do you feel about all right. that? Right. Well, I mean, I listened to the, the previous one uh-huh. and I like some of the songs. I enjoyed them, um, enjoyed hearing them in the mix. And so, and I, I'm always excited to see someone. Uh, come to the Lord, you know, proclaim their faith in Christ, especially somebody with a big platform. Absolutely. It always makes me a little nervous when somebody who had the life that he's had does that, Mm -hmm. because then I think all these people are following him. What if he stumbles? What if he falls? We all do, but the bigger the platform, the more impact it makes. So that makes me nervous. And then, you know, since he released that first one, I mean, his life hasn't been (laughs) a perfect shining example for everyone. He can, And so I wonder sometimes you say things and you do things. I don't think that he's just doing it because he can make more money by doing gospel than doing secular music, however you want to describe it. Um, Explicit lyrics sell. I mean, people Mm -hmm. buy those and they Mm -hmm. listen to those. So I don't think being clean in his lyrics is, is, is a play to make more money. So I I think he's like a lot of people Mm -hmm. who are searching for more in their life. They realize there's an emptiness without Christ. And he's had everything. (laughs) He has more money than, you know, we can even imagine. I believe a statistic came out that he is the, richest African-American in history. Can anybody prove that? Like, <laughs> like legit, like it's insane I've heard something how much to money that he effect. has. Yeah. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't feel critical of him. I feel 
excited but nervously excited like i hope that he continues on that path yeah because it does make me you know like if he goes back off the edge the other way and i get nervous about artists like that doing this album and then he comes out the next album if he goes back to explicit yep. and then you got teenagers like hooked on that sure. listen to the good stuff and then they're just like well kanye's well, good kanye's now so yeah. hey yep. and then he started having explicit lyrics and sure. so that makes me nervous and i hope i think the biggest thing that we can do is pray for him mm-hmm. is to continue to like just keep praying that God keeps him on this path and he gets more and more sold out to Christ yeah. so that God speaks to him in the other areas of his life that maybe need some work Yeah, because, you know, he can have a great impact. Uh, and I've seen it. I mean, I've seen what he's done and I've seen yep. him go in and do some things in some churches and yeah, he's, and he's played at retreats and conferences. Yeah, right. So it's just, yeah. it's cool to watch, I think. And, right. And, and, you know, it's interesting that, you know, in 2019, he kind of made this change and everybody was talking about it. That yes, his life hasn't been right. perfect, and I don't think he claims that. No, um, but he hasn't really gone off the path too much, which is really awesome. Be- right. Especially because I know we're talking about Kanye for way longer than I thought we would, but um, he he's been through a lot of things, and he, right. he's had some times of being very crazy and right. being very off the rails and all those Absolutely. things. Absolutely, to see him at this place where. From what we can see, yes, he's healthy and, and right. he's content and he's yes. making music that he loves to right. make. My, yeah, my and bottom all that's fun to watch. Exactly. My bottom line was I wouldn't say let's proclaim him as a role model now right. <laughs> for everyone, right? Because you know, let's give that time. Right. Anybody that's been where he has been, let's admire what he's doing yeah. and encourage him, pray for him, but let's not. But going back to the idea of a platform, he has a big platform. So, you know, just creating music like this where his goal to some degree is to, you know, proclaim proclaim truth, right? Right. Um, Right. It's it's fun to watch. So let's move on. Uh, This one is maybe a little bit more serious. Um, Just kidding. (laughs) We're going to talk about, real quick, Bishop Sycamore. Oh, man. Okay, so, a school named after our church. So no, uh, no. maybe they should be called BS High School because Bishop well, Sycamore. Yes, that's it. If you haven't heard the story, there is a high school. It's still developing. It's I was, still developing. I was so reading last by night, next yeah. week when this podcast yes, episode comes yeah, out, we'll it'll be more. different. But basically, there was a high school team. If, you can, if you're watching this, I'm putting air quotes, high school team uh, that made their way onto ESPN playing one of the top-ranked high school teams. Out of Florida. Uh, Out of Florida, Mm -hmm. yep. And they got beat 60 to nothing. Mm -hmm. And if you watch that game or you watch clips from that game (laughs) throughout it, the the commentators are starting to realize that they can't find any of the players' names in any databases. Um, they can't find these players anywhere. They're not really sure who they are, and they're getting smacked, you know, sixty oh, yeah. to nothing. And they're starting to worry about these players' health. Uh, right. I think one of them tore an ACL, uh, is what I saw right. yesterday, and many other injuries. Right. Come to find out, this team is not real. This high right. school is not real. Uh, and Maybe a lot of those players. <laughs> there's some. Well, I mean, the, okay. Our governor was tweeting about <laughs> the high school last night. So there's something going on. And here. a lot of the players yeah. were in their mid twenties. Right. Okay. Like college dropouts, essentially. Right. right. Um, and <laughs> the head coach has a warrant right. out for his arrest. Yes. Um, because he didn't show up to court for a domestic ex- dispute or something like that. Right. Anyway. Big mess. Yes. So so, yes. what are your thoughts? Well, it, the, the, wow. For, there's a part of me that enjoys a story like this because uh-huh. I think it's kind of hilarious it's that funny. they could dupe ESPN and the organizers of this game. It's they a were lot of ESPN. planning. A lot of planning went I mean, into they this. had to buy uniforms. They had to they had to create a website. They had to, you know, have all these things going on to get to this point. And they mm-hmm. had to spend a lot of money in order for them to do this. So yeah. thinking about all that has gone into it. And 
they had to have some organization to go out on a field and, and call plays and play a football game. Sure. I mean, 60 to nothing or whatever the score was is bad, but it could be worse. Yep. I mean, they were playing one of the best high schools in the country. Yep. What was also shocking is that I think that game was on a Sunday. They had just played on Friday. Mm. You know anything about football? You play once a week. Yep. You can't recover from a Friday and play on a Sunday. Right. So there's so much. And now I just read this morning that all the – Schools that they have on their schedule are canceling their games with them, sure. which obviously. Yeah. But there's some debate on whether it's a, you know, a real school or not. The guy that's administrator of the school, supposedly, is also one of the assistant coaches. Of course, the head coach has already now resigned or yep. quit. I don't know. Or arrested. Or arrested. I, I, mean, yeah. I, it's, I mean, there's so much in it that makes you laugh. I can't wait yeah. for the... The story to come out as a documentary or what whatever say, a TV, a movie. Yeah. whatever they do with it. Yep. I mean, the the backstory is going to be awesome yeah. to just see. So, I mean, yeah, I'm not for fraud and I'm not for uh, <laughs> deceit. I'm not for that. But it's kind of it's a really. But you I, you are for an entertaining story. I'm for entertainment yeah. okay. and like this is like something. If they made this as a fictional story as a movie, mm-hmm. it would be like really cool. But it to be, be like, wow, this actually happened. <laughs> so maybe they'll make a movie out of it and say it was based on a true story. I don't yeah, know, but maybe. I don't know where it goes. I don't know where it's going <sighs> to. Nobody does. So how can God be seen in Bishop Sycamore? Oh, man. <laughs> how can, can God he? can God be seen if in that? If we believe that God works in all things, yeah. what's what, I mean, you can happening? only, I mean, when you look at it from a biblical standpoint, you know, you can only hide the deceit for so long. Like yeah. if you live a yeah. complete lie, if you're doing something, you're going to get caught. They knew they were going to get caught. They yeah, had yeah, to yeah. know. Um, but you know, <laughs> your sins will find you out. We know that, um, God's not fooled, even though people can be fooled. God, God's not fooled. But I mean, all of that, I, you know, it makes you really concerned about what the heart is and behind all that and why, what the motivation is and what they thought they were going to get out of yeah. that. And there's some people on that, on that, all those, those young men on that team and the people that, got all this going you gotta wonder um what's really going on in their lives mm-hmm. this is the this is what they thought would be a good idea right fun idea maybe but maybe it's just about over i think yeah 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 all right moving on so uh we're gonna unpack this situation a little bit more towards the end but uh, let's talk about the company airbnb have you ever used airbnb before you know i use vrbo a lot and i've looked for things on airbnb but i don't think i've ever made a reservation there. okay so we have yeah. um couple of different places. Our favorite one so far has been in Nashville. We stayed in a little apartment. It was awesome. But Airbnb, obviously, big company. Right. Um, and so I don't know if you've heard, but they are offering to host up to 20,000 Afghan refugees globally for free. So this is, they've kind of come forward and say, um, just kind of said, anybody that's kind of getting out of that situation, they can right. stay globally in an Airbnb for free. Um that's pretty amazing. That's it's a, yeah. It's a really, really awesome thing that they've kind of come forward and are kind of taking on as a company, obviously with no benefit to them, really. Right, right. Um, and so how can God be seen in that? What, what, wow. You know? well, I mean, they're obviously doing really well as a company. I was just uh, watching news this morning about it, and so many of the Afghan refugees are coming in to different areas in Virginia. They're being brought in by plane. And, and the story was awesome because what I saw was they were interviewing people that lived in that area in Virginia who were taking these people into their homes and putting them up for a while. Yeah. Um, there's several military uh, forts there. there. Fort Lee, I believe, is one and some others where they have them um, coming in off planes, but they don't have any anything. Mm-hmm. And these are people that helped the U- U.S., and we were trying to take care of them now. So they're giving them like each two sets of clothes. But they were having interviews with people, and they said the coolest thing is the church yeah. in that area. The churches are rising up. And people are just opening their homes. But they said it's so amazing how 
these Afghan Afghani people are so kind as well. Mm-hmm. And they're just as concerned about the people they're staying with. And they were telling stories about how great it is. But anyway, just being the hands and feet of Christ in yeah. a situation that is so awful. Yeah. And we can all, you know, look at all the political sides of it and how, you know, things went down. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking right. about, you know, what can God do now? Right. Because um, people are people and leaders make decisions and we have to live with that. Yeah. But, but just seeing like, in the situation, what are we called to do? Love people. Mm-hmm. So what are we called to do? Love the people that are right in front of us that we can... And I, I love seeing that happen. I didn't know about Airbnb. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. And it's. I think it's really cool to see. You know, It's challenging for us because a company like Airbnb who doesn't necessarily affiliate with anything you know, with Jesus or Christianity right. or anything like that, they're still stepping up and, and really showing what it looks like to love like Jesus, right. even if they don't realize it. Uh, and so it's challenging for us to see you know, kind of those big things happen like mm-hmm. that and then ask in our own lives, what are we doing um, to kind of love people the way that Jesus did? So that's going to segue. Let's talk a little bit more about the Afghanistan situation. Okay. Um, obviously, it's it's probably going to develop even more uh, by the time this episode comes out. But what are your thoughts? Um, how do you feel? Um, and how can God be seen oh. in that? There's such a, a range of thoughts and emotions that we have. I had a Somebody in the church just messaged me. Um, I got the message this morning. It was late last night, and they were just saying, "I'm just so angry right now at the administration, and I'm just dealing with all these emotions, and I don't like it, and I'm trying to process it. How am I supposed to process this as a mm. as a Christian? You know, because you know, no matter who you voted for, every administration makes mistakes. Everyone make, causes issues, and and um, yeah, I'm not happy about what happened, the way it went down. It was not shouldn't have gone down that way, no matter. If, what you believe politically to see the chaos and to see all that happen and to lose 13 13, U S soldiers. I mean, and then not just them, but all the people, the innocent people that were bystanders when those bombs went off, it's just awful to know that that happened. And, um, you know, very upset about that, you know, processing all of that. And then also, you know, at the same time saying, okay, well, what is our response now? And one of the things I just, you know, keep coming back to, and I see people's political posts on social media and the thing is that we need to remember, I still think all the time, is that God is not an American. Yeah. And I think so many times we have that that idea that you know God loves us more than he loves those people there. God loves yep. all people the same. Yep. He loves everyone. Jesus died for Afghani people. He died for American. He died for Taliban people. Mm-hmm. He died for Al-Qaeda people. I mean, it's, and that's hard sometimes. And I'm not saying that I have you know, have anything to say good about what they do. Mm-hmm. And they're terrorists are terrorists and and we should have the, you know, the military plans that we have in order to defend our country. So yeah. um, but I'm saying now what we have to do is think, okay, what is our Christian response to this? And like mm-hmm. I, I think that segues back to what we were talking about earlier. Help the people that we can help, do what we can, love the yeah. people that we can and pray for the Christians that are there. Because yeah. I was reading too about the Afghani church, like the underground church, the Christians that are scared for their lives now, yeah. that believe in Jesus. So whatever we can do, is there's any way that uh, I don't know yeah. how we can help them, but to pray that God uh, keeps them safe. Yeah. That's, that's tough. It's, uh, and and this, this episode is interesting because these topics could be episodes on their own. But what we're doing today is we're just going to keep working through a few other things um, just so we can kind of establish this place. That one, I just feel like by the time this drops, it's going to be who knows what. Because the chaos, you just hear hear about things and them flying the helicopters that we left behind and dropping people off and hanging people. And then you got to make sure every story you hear is 
is actually legit because right. some things get reported wrong. But man, yeah, it's 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 a burden that we all. I think as an American right now, you cannot help yeah. but be burdened by that. Yeah, and I, and I think as like you said, as Christ followers too, uh, you know, we have to take a step back sometimes and mm. say, even the people that we don't love, or even the people that are evil, uh, mm. they were created by the same God who created that's us, right. and. And even though that's a hard pill to swallow for, for a lot yeah. of us, yeah. um, it is true. Right. And, and that's right. something that I think we have to to kind of navigate. And like you said, do anything that we can to love um, everybody, everybody and, and mm-hmm. to really show them Jesus, even if it's not, hey, right. here's these Bible verses, but it's just being there for them and being the hands right. and feet of Jesus. Yeah. So another situation that's going to be very different by the time this uh, episode airs is the Hurricane Ida. Yeah. Um, when I read yesterday, uh, there was four dead. Um, but still about a million people without power um, and just horrible, horrible things. So how can God be seen yeah. in a situation I mean, I like heard that? power could be be month for yeah. some people, and, and there's going to be a lot more dead yep. be, than, than we know now. Uh, I heard a horrible story last night of a man that was with his wife, and um, alligator came up out of the water and, and grabbed him, and she went to get help, and when she came back, he was gone. Jeez. I mean, it's just so sad to think about that kind of thing. And How do we help? I mean, I remember... I don't know if it, I think it was three years ago when the hurricane came through Houston. I forget the name, which hurricane that was, but it came through Houston. I don't know if you remember that, but Houston was wiped out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really bad. And we, as a church, responded. And I was so amazed with our people. What we decided to do uh, was that week to give our entire offering to Houston to yeah. help. And we worked through an organization that was on the ground, yeah. providing food, made sure it was legit, providing food, providing clothing for people. But I remember in one week, um, we, gave like $28,000 as a church to that. I mean, that's one thing I mean, that, yeah. the, that we can do is support organizations like Samaritan's Purse and others that, that are there on the ground. I know some churches will go from Ohio, send a group of people down to Louisiana and other areas to be there on the ground working with Red Cross and others. So, yeah. I, mean, that, I mean, I think sometimes Christians use, we're praying for people as a, kind of a cop-out. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that we actually are the hands and feet of Jesus yeah. and actually do what we can, whether it's monetarily or with you know, meeting physical needs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Different situation. Uh, maybe you haven't heard about this one as much, but there is a social media platform called OnlyFans. Have you ever heard of this? No. Um, and also, if there's any parents listening and you hear your students or kids talking about OnlyFans, red flag. Okay, so okay. what this, what this, um, it's, it's pretty recent. Uh, last couple of years, but essentially what it is, is you'll make a profile on OnlyFans. um, And if you are somebody who is like a content creator, you are going to post inappropriate pictures of yourself and then people can subscribe and pay money to your channel. And essentially you will be making money off of naked pictures of yourself. Okay. okay, To say it straightforward. So, and what's happening with this situation is um, a week and a half ago, OnlyFans came out and said, um, you know, the way that this platform is being used, we've decided is unhealthy and it, it doesn't really benefit yeah. anything. And so from now on, we are banning all types of sexual content on OnlyFans. And then the response from the rest of the world was that, well, then there's no point in OnlyFans. So they changed their statement and now they're going back to doing what they've always done. It's a really, really sad situation uh, because the majority of the people who use OnlyFans are, you know, 16 to 20 yeah exactly underage um and so it's sad and it's sad to watch that a platform like that has so many dedicated people what was the original Um, intent 
I don't was that fully the, I mean, know. Yeah, like, I think that's that what was I'm trying it. to understand. Um, yeah. Was just like you know, you can subscribe to somebody's page to see whatever exclusive content they put out. I think that was the idea. So whatever the it, even celebrities. Okay. If, if I had a celebrity okay. that I really liked, I'd pay this amount celebrities per month. Even could be on there, but some of them not, do. Is probably it, not like that. It's not really a lot of celebrities, um, but. That's, I think that's how it started. And then it developed into, well, I could use this to put inappropriate pictures of myself out there and people will pay me for them. Um, and people make a lot of money off of it. So how can God yeah. be seen in a situation like that where it started to head towards a direction of the company saying this is wrong and then the world pushing it back over the line towards let's just leave it the way it is? Um, how does that strike you? Yeah, I mean, it, it's sad for one, obviously, yeah. that there's something like that. But there's always going to be a new thing like that. Yep. Like we've learned that now that once one thing goes away, something else pops up. So here's just the the latest and the worst. And so, uh, you know, obviously what you said, parents need to be aware of that. But, you know, the thing when you you bring it back to um, what would God say, you know, there's always going to be temptations out there. They've just gotten more readily accessible to us. And it's sad. I mean, what when I was a kid, you know, to be able to see anything like that, you would have to go buy a magazine or something. Right. And now... I mean, our kids are exposed to it so, so much, and they're mm-hmm. desensitized to it. Yeah. But um, that being said, I think it goes back to our lust. You know, when yeah. you think about the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, the pride of life, thinking that I can do this, it's not going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And all those things are just destructive in our lives. And, yeah. and, you know, it's one of those things that's sad because, you know, the people that are putting those pictures out there don't have enough self-worth right. to think, that they don't understand how much they're worth to God and they do something like that. And it's easy, easy for kids to get caught up in that, young yep. people to get caught up in that, anybody. Yep. Um, and it's just sad that there's people that create this type of platform yeah. for that to happen. And this obviously hits a little bit closer to home for me right. um, because it is a, a student pretty much uh, right. driven thing. But I would love to do an entire episode on uh, we, we studied something in college called the disappearance of childhood. And because mm. of technology, um, you know, students and kids are being forced to grow up to grow up way faster than they used to be, um, because the access that they have at the tip of their right. thumbs all the time to anything they want, and parents' lack of knowledge of those things, right. um, it's really, really dangerous, and in some cases detrimental. So I'd love to talk about that more yes. at some point because it yes. would be really, really good. But yes. it's a it's a really sad situation. Um, so last thing that I have okay. on my little list here um, is COVID, of course, hmm. um, <laughs> cases and restrictions and all of those things are on the rise again. Yes. Um, as we know. And so what what, what do we do? How, I mean, how has God seen this in that, whole, right? The Delta variant, all that stuff that's yep. happening and I think, you know, we're watching the trends like yep. everybody else and we see the numbers going up, but also it seems like in some areas it's already kind of gone back down a little bit. Yeah, so right. and riding the waves of it. Yep. Um, what do we do? I mean, I think we care for other people, obviously. I mean, I had a close pastor friend of mine that was just a few years older than me pass away mm-hmm. from COVID just last week and three weeks before he was perfectly healthy. Right. So anybody that doesn't take it seriously, I, I, it's a serious thing. And I, yeah. I hate to see that, but I think, you know, we continue to, I think we got to live our lives mm-hmm. and, you know, you have to make your decision. I have to make my decision about vaccines. I think that's a personal decision. I mean, there's a lot of data out there to mm-hmm. support what, you know, what you, what you want. You can twist data. Everybody so can twist it. But I, I look at, you know, I have a, daughter that is a, is a nurse and mm-hmm. I look at some of the statistics in the hospital and all that. But, you know, that's, again, that's your choice. But I believe um, as a church, we need to continue to move forward. We went through our period of time where we're mm-hmm. shut down, where, 
you know, we were all online, but we're back, you know, but we have to continue to respect people yeah. and other people's decisions. But I think it's almost like that point where you, you have to keep going and trust God and do, do what you can with what you know and, yep. and, and move forward. Cause you can't, life can't just be an idol like it was. Right. It was, that was a, we, like a lost a year, didn't yeah. we? I mean, it feels yeah. like that. And, and social media is not your personal diary. Is that correct? Like, do you don't just write everything you want on there? Is that true? Well, for me, it's not. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, some people think that's what it's supposed to be for. I mean, if, you, if you're my uh, friend on Facebook or follow me on Instagram, I don't do a lot. Um, mostly I post pictures of my family or something mm-hmm. about like what we have going on at the church. Right. Beyond that, it's not my place to do opinions because sure. all it does is divide people. Right. And I love people that are anti-vax. I love people that are pro-vax. Mm-hmm. I love people that are anti-mask, that are mm-hmm. pro-mask. I have friends in all those categories, and I don't think we have to hate each other. And so does God. No way. Are you, are it's you crazy. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I know that. I agree yeah. with you on that. But yeah, I just think when people want to make it a divisive issue, that's not what God wants at all. Yeah, God absolutely. does not want us to do that. Yep. So. All right. Well, I think I'm ready to land this plane for today. How about you? I mean, yeah, this has I been feel awesome. Good. Yeah. Um, yep. For for those listening, this is kind of our start. We're just we're just getting started here. Yeah. Um, but I think kind of the conclusions that we arrived at today is even with all the things happening in our world, and we could have named a, a big list more. Sure. Um, in all things, God is good, and He can use all things. Right. That's that's the big part of this conversation. Yeah. Is even if you are somebody who maybe is you know struggling with hate or with gossip or with division or with whatever it may be. God can still use that. He can still use you. He can still redeem that. And in all things, God works. Uh, and I think that's a really, really good place to start this podcast. That is. I can't wait till the next one. Again, like Mitch said earlier, if you have ideas, questions, things you'd like us to discuss, yep. we would love to hear from you. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we have a lineup of, of things that we have planned, but we want to actually talk about things that you care about. Yep. So please let us know. Yep. If we get, you know, feedback, ideas, questions, like we will blow up an episode, completely change it, rewrite it, you know, just to work those things into yeah, our conversation. But it's not, so. Yeah, and like, I don't know if we said this earlier, but the intent is not to be a Bible study. We mm-hmm. have a, that on Sunday morning with sermons. We have small groups where people do Bible study, but this yep. is just to talk about life and real life things and bring the Bible and God into that. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, this has been fun. Yeah, This thanks. has been good. Yep. And like I said, we're just getting started with where we're going to go in this first yep. season. So yep. thank you so much for yep. listening. Thank you for I listening. hope you enjoyed it. I hope that it changed your life, made you think a little bit. Um, but man, I can't wait for next yep. week. So until next time, this is the In All Things podcast. We out. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the In All Things podcast. I have a challenge for you. I would like you to think of somebody right now who maybe could use the conversation that we just had and share it with them. Seriously, share it with them right now. Hey, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic ideas, please send them to podcast at sycamorecreek.org and make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Sycamore Creek Church to find out what's going on in our world. If this conversation helped you at all, make sure you share it, leave a review, and subscribe so that you don't miss out on a single episode. Hey, we love you. God loves you, and we'll see you next week on the In All Things podcast.